Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. Hey folks, welcome to our story time. Today, I'm going to flip a car. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't want to do anything problematic. Hey guys, welcome back to my YouTube channel. I'm going to eat a whole car. (laughs) I'm going to eat three bagels in two minutes and puke afterwards. But off camera. My name's Chet. I'm going to eat a whole pack of Taco Bell hot sauce. Watch me do it. Hey everyone! Hit the, smash that like button. <laughs> hey everyone, my name's Brock. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> fuck a rock. Uh, <laughs> be sure to subscribe. <laughs> wow! Good morning, everybody. Oh, happy good morning. morning. There is snow on the ground, and I'm feeling a little bit wild and loose today. <laughs> <laughs> You know when you see snow on the ground, your whole body just, like, gets all loosey-goosey. Does that not happen to anybody else? No. Your brain makes questionable decisions. <laughs> Listen, I mean, we just gotta stick with the Brock brand, you know? That's true. I can't believe I even thought I mean, Chet's really good. <laughs> I'm sure we could find a publication that's, like, the Chet corner. Oh, shit. Like, something in Maine. You know, when I think of Chet, I think of, like... Spring break in Maine. Oh, yeah. And just, like, accidentally wrecking their dad's boat. <laughs> oh, God. That reminds me of... You remember that article from a couple weeks ago where it was, like, couples sold all their shit to buy a boat, and then oh, it yeah. just, like, flopped? <laughs> uh, I love 2018. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a time to be alive. Such a mood, right? How you doing, Cody? I am great. And oh. I mean that this time. Because this has been the most bisexual week that any of us have ever experienced, and it's so beautiful. That's real shit. Tell me everything for the listener's sake. I mean, the only thing that matters is that Janelle Monae is back. Ugh. Honestly. Janelle Monae is the greatest. I mean, she's always been, like, around, right? Especially recently. Like, she was in, like, two fucking Oscar-nominated movies last Mm -hmm. year in her first debut of film. She did that. She's fucking killing it. She did that. Um, but her fucking music career is back because we were all like, hey, um, sorry, what time is it? It's been too many years. Can we do something, please? And then she's like, oh, yeah, um, let me actually give you two fucking jam singles with music videos that are all fucking great. And me chilling in a pantsuit and fucking living my dreams. And one of them is like, so bye. And it's, it's so like, good. And so good. Oh, fuck. So good. Hi, welcome to our Janelle Monet podcast. It's titled, It's I Been... Want. One week since you looked at me. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> it's sponsored by the Bare Naked Ladies for no reason, because they're just yeah, Janelle Monet stands. That's, that's, yeah, that's a wild choice for a Janelle Monet-centric podcast. It'll be the two of us, and then it'll be the Bare Naked Ladies, yeah. and we'll just stand about Janelle Monet. So honestly, bless Janelle Monet. Um, yes. Bless. I just love saying the name, too. Like, it just brings it's me so name. much peace and happiness. 
I I just want that side podcast. You know what I mean? One yeah. of these days, we're going to actually do these, like, five-minute side podcasts side. that we've yeah. always talked about. Yeah, one of these days. <sighs> one of these days. Anyway, in addition to that, it's been a week, so I'm glad that we've had, like, a sprinkling of good content to try and make <laughs> up for all of that stuff, which is nice. I love new music. Let's just yeah. talk about that instead of Twilight today. Yeah, that's great. You know what? Fuck it, right? Because like the anything <laughs> important to talk about. No, not like the end of, you know, a four-book saga yeah. that we've been prepping for, like, almost two years now. You know. I mean, hey. Yeah. <laughs> but before we do that, we have current event shit that we need to get to. Fuck yeah. Including some really wild RPAT stuff this week. <laughs> I don't know. Arpats is having a time. And he really is. I, He's relapsing after the good time press tour. He's like, I need the people's eyes on me. That's and true. I was yeah. so used to it for so long. So there's this first article that came up from Hollywood Life. <laughs> and it's basically just him talking about all of his love life. And that he just wants, like, a bond with someone. Which, like, fair. Right? Yeah, I get sure. it, Rob. Hey. <laughs> I'm with you, my man. Yeah, but then, but it goes on to talk about, and I mean, I think it's also just like authors editorializing, because right. the headline is Robert Pattinson, the pull quote that they're trying to make for this headline is like, why he desperately wants the bond he shares with Kristen Stewart in his life. It's like, hi, welcome to James Bond. I have a lot of feelings with you. Also, the photos that they chose were from an actual decade ago, I'm pretty sure. Their only quote is from, like, an anonymous source that's apparently very close to Robert Pattinson, but they act like it's hot shit. Like, they're just like, this source told us exclusively this information, so anonymity is not worth it for, like, opinions that don't matter. Like, <laughs> it's like, right. nothing's at stake here, just whatever. I have so many questions about why they thought this was worthy of an actual article. Yeah. And especially because at the beginning, too, they're like, we've got exclusive details on how he wants to rekindle the bond. And it's like, from I no mean, one involved not... in this relationship. <laughs> from a person that we pulled off the street. <laughs> like, yes, this random dude him? who had an opinion about Robert Pattinson. It's so weird, but I just want them to be happy. I don't, they're, I don't know. Casey's happy on her own. Just like, yeah. let her live. She's Why also in a very happy, healthy relationship, so, like, let her live. Also, the fucked up thing about that, too, is every day when I check our Daily Digest, all of these articles are like, wow, look at Kisu and her best friend, and they're just, <sighs> like, kissing each other on the street. <laughs> just, oh, like, look at these gal- <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, ah, folks, that's not God, It's like how that this fucking works. tweet, which was, like... It was a joke, and then it was real life when um, the creator of Orange is New Black got gay married. And then they were like, look at these friends, like, ha- being at each other's weddings. It's like, no, that's their wedding. They're married. They're getting married. They're Literally. gay. <laughs> I just don't understand why every time that folks out in L.A. and stuff see k and Stella Maxwell together, like, wow, look at these best friends. <sighs> I'm so glad that they're showing their affection for each other of how they're such great friends by kissing each other on the mouth. And it's like, that's like, (laughs) what is happening? (laughs) Like friends do. Oh my God. I just don't, it's just a different tangent, but it's just fucking annoying. Anyway, on weird shit that we should talk about, 
we're talking about Entertainment Tonight, the Canadian version. Yes, it's the Canada adjunct. <laughs> and because we have a relevant article for that today. But before we get to that, I, I want to pull your attention, Cody, specifically to the trending now component of their oh, website, boy. which includes, but is not limited to, Team Canada, yeah. Arcade Fire, Oprah, and the Royals. Yeah. So, great. Listen, Canada's on a whole other wavelength right now. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot going on there. But could you please do me the honor of discussing what this article is about? Because there's a lot to unpack here. Oh, God. Well, I'll first start by reading this choice headline. Please do. Could Robert Pattinson play Charles Manson in the Quentin Quentin Tarantino movie? Twitter thinks so. Oh, Becca Longmire. Becca. Hey, Becca. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Oh, God. There's... Okay, so... First of all... No. Uh, <laughs> Just right off the bat. Our cultural right opinions. Bat. No. But here's the thing. You scroll down, like, halfway into this article that's just mostly Twitter posts, right? right? It's less words, right? And more just like, wow, look at all these cool tweets that other people posted <laughs> that I did not. And there's one of a screen cap of our paths from the good time next to Charles Manson. <laughs> And I feel like this is where it all started, right? Somebody was watching Good Time and we're like, holy shit. Arpath's hair is over his face. He's got this kind of wild look in his eyes. I see it. It's there. And then it just went off the deep end. And I don't want it. (laughs) Yeah. But. Especially since there's like a graph where they're like, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Tom Cruise has all been touted as this role. And they're like, well, I mean, that's stiff competition, Robbie boy. Right. But, nope, him. <laughs> yeah, and it's, there's, like, this one op-ed from this guy who's just like, please, Quentin, hire this man as in this movie. And it's, like, very long. It's so long. Like, why are you penning an open letter about this on Twitter? Right. Knock it off. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Can you spend your time doing something a little bit more important in our <laughs> culturally horrible space right now? I mean, yeah, listen, yeah. like... We all need to have something that makes us happy. But this? This is what you choose? This right here? I mean, no. No. I'm just making an executive choice that this is not happening. <laughs> Hi, I now am at the studio and I'm saying no. <laughs> yeah, I've decided that I'm now Quentin Tarantino's rep and I'm choosing no. I mean, to be fair, I wouldn't mind like the press junket for that. Because I feel like our pets would have a lot of weird shit to say. Sure, yeah. But I don't know that I necessarily want to keep talking about Charles Manson, you know? There's enough shit going on, is all I'm trying to say. That's fair. Um, Speaking of less shit, we got a question from one of our fantastic patrons this week. A new upgrading patron, which is fantastic. Shouts out, clink clink. Welcome to the fold. (laughs) Welcome. Hi. I hope that you're doing well. And so Rachel said... What do you think Bella's modern day music taste would be like? And then Rachel said, side note, I still cannot imagine Edward listening to 80s pop. So. Well, I think, I think the whole discourse around (laughs) Edward's taste of music is like, he's very much like brooding and like listening to like the doors and like, kind of like broody music. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's, he's busting the move to like. Bowie's pop albums in the 80s or like or no. Madonna or like anything you know what I mean like it's very much a very neat a very specific part of 80s music that was like let's be sad in your car and like 
be mad about women because you don't know how to communicate with your feelings. Um, Literally, yes. (laughs) But also, I'm a sad boy, and that's it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he named his tape, and there was like, I'm a sad boy. (laughs) There's like a, uh, he like wrote out a a Friday face emoticon. (laughs) Yes, oh my god. But Um, Bella is another question. So, right now, the year of our Lord, 2018. Yeah. What would Bella love for music? Holy shit. God. So, I mean, I want to say she's pretentious, right? But then she listened to that, like, garage band that Phil had, right? That's true. So, I mean, her music taste is kind of all over the place. That's true. I think she would really like melodrama. I think that would be her oh jam. Oh, my God. I yes. I fucking... Hope it, maybe if she heard melodrama, she wouldn't be down this, this far into this terrible relationship. But I do Real? think she would... She would be one of those people that's like, I don't usually like pop music, like, because it's kind of fake and, like, all this stuff, but this is very good. It's, like, it's different pop. It's, like, emotional pop, which is, like, a whole other thing. But I think she would be, like, you know what? I'm gonna put on this one. I'm gonna be a little different. Be a little quirky. Listen to some mainstream pop music. Yeah, I agree. I think that one would be perfect. I'm just trying to think of, like, what her vibe is. Like, is she... In this current musical climate, like, is she a, <laughs> I don't know, like, because I want to say some of the shit that, like, Julia Noon's post, right? But that's, like, right. real shit. And th- that would make her, like, be like, oh, my relationship's shitty. I don't want to be in this anymore. Right. Um, but I don't know. Maybe she'd be, like, a George Ezra person or yeah. a Ms. Mister person. Ooh, um, I think she'd really like LCD Sound System. Oh my god. I think she yes. might be a little disappointed with the new record, but she'd be like, I'm still with it, you know? I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. Marauder down. Yes. Holy shit. I have, in the past, like, month, started listening to LCD Sound System, because I didn't know that they existed. Wow, welcome. And, I mean, hey, listen, I make executive choices with my <laughs> musical days, most falling in the soundtrack and composition record section. But, like... There's some actual, like, bops in there, which, like, first of all, what? Yeah. Was not expecting. Anyway, this yes, whole I think- The whole point is him just going in ramblings about being old and, like, nothing, like, losing touch with everything. But also, cool, fun synth music in the background. <laughs> it's such a mood. You're having fun, right? <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's some good shit. I, yes, melodrama and LCD sound system sound yeah. like a great thing. Now, imagine LCD sound system and Lord discuss Ooh, that's a fun collabo <laughs> just say just think about it we'll discuss more next yeah week. next week we'll, <laughs> we'll come back i and want you, you to think about some ideas yeah simmer on it simmer on it all i can think about is in whatever house they were in in the 80s right what kind of music was coming out of each of their rooms because I yeah. have to imagine it was, like, all of it, right? Oh, yeah. They all were listening to completely different music tastes. And so it's just a whole cornucopia of good bops coming out of the colon space. Uh, love that. I love that, too. Okay, so this next question is a lot, but I'm curious what's going to happen here. So someone on Twitter asked us, what's been your genuine, I know it's genuine, but like, I have to say it like genuine. Um, <laughs> what's been your genuine least and most favorite moments from the series? <sighs> and they didn't go into specifics. So I guess this is, we can take this however Just fucking whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, if I'm talking about least from the books, right? I mean, where do I begin? <laughs> I mean, these are my problematic faves, right? But I mean, there's just so much grossness about what relationships should not look like right. in this space. And so reading through these and remembering like, oh yeah, this is what my 13-year-old self thought was good mm-hmm. is always embarrassing to reflect on. Um, sometimes I just like accidentally look at my iPad when it's closed off and be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> this is what I have to live with. <laughs> this is my life. Um, but I don't know. I'm curious what your responses are for this. <sighs> Genuinely, I think his favorite like unexpectedly was Jacob. <laughs> like I genuinely right. thought I was going to be like, we were going to be fine. Like it was going to be okay. Cause I was like, Oh, Edward's really bad. So like maybe Jacob's going to be like bad, but like in a different kind of way. But like, no, Jacob yeah. was like very, very bad in ways that I was not expecting. And in ways that like were very apparent to me were not great explicitly. And especially since like, there was like this potential, right. And like, it's, uh, and, like, Weed. it could have been a cool discourse on, like, race and forks, and it could have been this cool discourse on that and how it relates to, like, this supernatural category that we've now ascribed to these people and all of these things. And But every single time there was an opportunity to do that, it just fell flat because of Stephanie Meyer, of course. Um, right. And, like, and just using that also was, like, defense for just the shitty behaviors that he does regardless is also really not great. And it's just, it's just not good. Not a fan. Yeah, I would I would agree with this too, because I think my idealized version of Jacob is always so much better than the reality is, mm-hmm. right? I'm always just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Edward's a shithole, but Jacob isn't that bad. And right. then I actually He's just look a at friend. the textual <laughs> Right. And then I look at the textual evidence and it's like, no, what am I talking about? Right. He's the worst. Yeah. And then it just makes me sad in general, because it's like, Bella, what? <laughs> like <laughs> You deserve more than this. What's yeah. happening here? But yes. As far as favorites go, I mean, obviously, getting to discuss Rosalie yeah. is yeah. always nice. Fuck yeah. I think that we have been able to do more justice to Jessica than yeah. Hell yeah. often, which is always good. But I don't know. There's a lot of good stuff. It's always hard because we've been unpacking this series at such a, not a slow rate, but a steady rate that it's like, what are the good things, you know? (laughs) It's all Um, bad. It's all, well, that, and also it's just that like, how do I remember what nuances we talked about in like episode 22? Right, know, Like, when was that even? (laughs) Stop. But yes. I don't know. I think that there's, there's definitely some highlights to this. I love Bella's Ocean 11 personality. Yeah, fuck yeah. There's definitely some good AUs that could happen. Charlie that, and sure. Carlisle? Are you kidding me? Oh, oh my god. I'm not saying that we were the first to make that a ha- thing. But, <laughs> I mean, who made most of that fan fiction happen? I'm just saying. Not I'm just saying. brag, but... <laughs> so... Yeah, I think there will definitely be more, especially because we're not really done with the series yet. Like, we have the movie next week. Well, I mean, (laughs) true. And then Life and Death. But it's just weird to know that, like, this is the last chapter of the book, which is weird. Speaking of which, so we had one chapter to read today, (laughs) which is way less work. Especially because I think... 
this chapter was only like 10 pages or something. Like it really wasn't. The audiobook was like 27 minutes, like plus the epilogue. And I was like, excuse me, what? Excuse me. Especially since I'm on like 30 times speed. I'm just like, it's over. Yeah. It was a speedy boy this week. That's for sure. Um, But it was, so it's chapter 29 and it was aptly titled Happily Ever After. Cute. Which, gross. Well, I mean, yeah. (laughs) I mean, gross. I mean, it, it is cute. Yeah. It's good. It's some good shit. I think that that's a very Stephanie way to close this out, right? But yeah, so after where we left off last week on happy good times with (laughs) the Volturi being dunked on, um, (laughs) I mean... No, that's an app description. (laughs) This chapter starts off a little bit after what happened, and it's just Edward completely standing over Bella. (laughs) Just, like, retelling the story, even though it just happened, like, five like, minutes ago. He's like, hey, oh, you should have been there. <laughs> my fucking beautiful tank wife <laughs> just, like, crushed it. Oh, my gosh. He's definitely one of those people that struggles to live in the moment, you know? Because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, man, remember that really good time? And and it looks over at him, and he's like, that's happening right now. <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no you don't understand. No, it's we are here. We are living that in this moment. And Edward's like, no, you just don't understand. <laughs> like, the moment, though. Um, but anyways. you remember, Emmett. Oh, my God. Are we going to do another Earth, Wind, and Fire bit here? Or? <laughs> oh, well, hey. We could easily um, also do a Michael Jackson bit here. So, really, it's in your playing field. It's in your court. I mean, there's so many options. Like, God. do we want to be bad? Oh, my God. I'm just saying. Every episode uh, <laughs> since we started talking about Michael Jackson. <laughs> you true. did this. I, <laughs> by being a fan of Michael Jackson. <laughs> yes. I love that that's like now a part of our brand, though. <laughs> I hate it. Um, it's like, check that off your bingo board. Like, did we make our ob- like obligatory who's bad reference today? <laughs> And if we didn't, then you can't check it off your bingo board. Okay. So, yes, Edward is completely, like, fangirling over his beautiful tank wife and how strong she is, <laughs> which is cute. Because, um, like, finally, you notice yeah. um, how powerful she is. Um, but that's – it's good. We get a little bit of backstory about, like, who's left already. So it's basically the after party, even though this, like, just happened. But everybody's leaving very quickly to be able to go back to their homes because, like you would expect for vampires, they're all introverts and they don't like to hang out with people. <laughs> so Turns out. as soon as, like, as soon as they possibly can, they're like, cool, 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 bye. <laughs> this was um, fun. Okay, I gotta go. Bye. Yeah, we should definitely hang out again sometime <laughs> as they're running away. I thought it was super cute that as the Amazons are leaving, Zafrina and Nessie, like, don't want to part. Because they are fascinated with each other, which I thought was adorable. Oh. So, Zafrina's like, you don't understand. You need to bring her back to me. We gotta <laughs> hang out. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Playdates for always. And Nessie's like, uh, yeah. She's my favorite. Screw all of you. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is my mom now. So exactly. And Belle's like, yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. There's a lot of little, like small talk happening between all these folks, right? So, like, with the Irish coven, Carlisle and Siobhan are talking and are like, so what's going to happen? And Siobhan's all like, well, Alice will warn us if 
the Volturi try to come after us again. But who knows? Maybe the world will be ready for the Volturi to go away forever. Hmm. <laughs> and like Stephanie looks at you from your book. <laughs> right. <and> then- <laughs> Her face peers out. And she's like, yeah. hey, you see what I'm trying to do here? But then she just like doesn't, you know. She mentions that once and then it's just not brought up again because it's the last chapter of the saga. So, but who you knows? fucking like, imagine? It's like none of this is actually solved. Everything is. <laughs> they're coming back, babies. Let's go. Well, I, I mean, I wouldn't put it past her to make this like a follow up of like when Renesmee's older. She's right, like, yeah. hey, fuck you. <laughs> and just <laughs> hey. takes them all down. Anyway, so everybody's celebrating. It's all happy go lucky. All that stuff. But Tanya and Kate are over it because they just watched their sister be massacred. So they cannot do this. Yeah. Understandably so. So they're like, cool, cool. Glad we didn't die, but got a blast, which is totally understandable. Yeah. (laughs) And then as the rest of this conversation goes on, I am just constantly happy that Edward is fangirling over Bella because he keeps talking about and reliving this plan, right? And so Edward is all like, yeah, Aro was so scared of Bella. And Bella, being her typical self, is like, what are you talking about? I don't understand. <laughs> what? Little old me? I know. As she's, like, lifting the house up. Like, there's like- <laughs> she's, like, bench-pressing the home. <laughs> exactly. She is the, the one that is keeping the foundation alive. But he has to go over this whole thing of being like, when will you ever see yourself clearly? (laughs) And like, it's cute or whatever, but it's also gross. (laughs) It's like, Stephanie, please don't make me read this. (laughs) But he goes over all of the strategy, right? Of the fact that Belle was able to withstand them and provide even the opportunity of someone of a fair fight is extraordinary that's not how the Volturi play at all and so they were certifiably shook just seeing that there were other people that would stand against them and that they were able to do it in such a strong way Mm. um so anyway Bella's like oh okay I guess I did do good then and it's like yes Bella you're great you're perfect (laughs) please believe yourself for one of these times Jacob has to be an asshole in this last chapter of course and just like reaffirm everything that we've learned about him because he's like well i mean remember us right it's hard to feel all that confident when we're the ones that stopped them in the first place like we did that not you guys it's like okay jacob (laughs) like fucking relax (laughs) like it's fine it was a team effort (laughs) that's like what this is all about (laughs) but i thought that it was important to mention since there was all that discussion about the children of the moon and shapeshifters last week that Edward discusses the fact that Caius is, like, high-key terrified of werewolves. (laughs) And I think that's so good. Yeah. I love that a lot. And Bella's like, now, hold on a second. There are, like, real werewolves? And she's like, wait a second. I don't... Like, hold on. (laughs) There's more to the supernatural lore than I was aware of. There's only two supernatural things ever. That's it. That's true. (laughs) Seen them all. Yeah, that would be wild if she, like, actively didn't believe in, like, ghosts and shit. <laughs> and she is a vampire. Right. <laughs> yeah, she, like, doesn't believe that, I don't know, Sasquatch is real or something. Um, or, like, the Yeti. But she is... <laughs> she fucked a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yep. 
Like, it's not that far of a leap, my dude. Exactly. But here's the thing. So she says this, right? Which is like a, I don't know. It's a genuine question, I guess, of like, so if Jacob is a shapeshifter, there are real werewolves out there, like real children of the moon. And then Jacob's like, excuse me, does that make me imaginary? And it's like, please stop. (laughs) Like, this (laughs) wasn't really about you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just a question. Yeah, it was just, she was just trying to have a clarifying question. You don't need to make this all about you. But anyway, so during all this, um, Alice and Jasper are around, right? And they're just like laughing and hanging out with everybody. But Bella is pissed at Alice. <laughs> and it's worth noting just like how much. Like she is happy that she's back, of course. And that's right. mostly it. But she's so annoyed. <laughs> That Alice was so extra and went through everything just for the fact that, like, it was going to be fine in the end. So eventually, after Bella just staring at Alice for a little bit, I love that Alice just sighs and is like, just get it off your chest, Bella. Like, can we just do this? And so we find out, right, that Alice and Jasper went through all of this, like, rigmarole, specifically for Bella's acting skills (laughs) And for Edward's lying skills, which is, I don't know, I find that so choice, if I'm being honest. That's Um, very good. Because of the fact that Bella had to be able to pretend like everything was real. And Alice didn't want to bank on her screwing that up. Because of the fact that Edward needed to lie convincingly to Aro. And since Edward thought it was the truth, it worked out perfectly. Yeah. But, of course... It's Alice and Jasper. So they had a backup plan and we're going to make things right in the end. So I just love that Alice goes on this whole thing about being like, yes, I missed you too, but I was trying to save everybody. Excuse me. God, like, don't you understand? I know. Sacrificing the, I don't know, greater good. And it wasn't even that big of a deal anyways. But yes, I love that a lot. Oh, yeah. One of the other things that I wanted to mention about Alice, too, is she's like, I missed you, too, Bella, so forgive me and try to be satisfied with being the superhero of the day. And I love that because Bella's a superhero every day. Always. Hugh Len and Nahul are right there as well. And Bibi Nahul cannot stop staring at Bella. <laughs> almost, I mean, the way that Bella describes it is almost in a creepy way. Not in, like, malicious way, but he just cannot take his eyes off Bella. And it's kind of, like, freaking her out. Because Bella thinks that it's all about Renesmee until Bella and Edward finally leave to go back to their place. Because it's been, not like they can sleep, right? But if, I mean, Bella kind of describes it, too, that, like, if they could sleep, this would be a good time to do so. Like, it was just an emotionally exhausting day. And so when they get there... um, First of all, I love that when she gets back into the house, she just, like, throws Aro's gift into the corner of Nessie's room and is like, fuck this. Like, this kid can play with this and enjoy it or whatever. But one of the things that they mention at that time is, like, unpacking Nahul's backstory and why he keeps staring at Bella. And it's a lot. Um, So I want to get into that. There's a couple of things, though, before they, like, get to their house that are worth noting one jacob so it's the worst he's mentioning going back to his house well his dad's house let's be honest and like sleeping in a real bed but they're like as they're leaving it's like oddly friendly and like cordial which isn't weird but right it was just like all right stephanie like we got it 
And then it's after much leaving, like tying the bow on it, everything's really happy and we're all good. No yes, issues here. Exactly. Um, and then as they're leaving, Bella actually gets to speak with Jasper and checks in about Jay Jenks in Seattle and asks like why Jasper is so scary all the time. <laughs> Which I thought was a very good, because all she asks is like, so anytime that Jay Jinx hears your name, Jasper, he passes out. Why is that his reaction? What's the deal? Um, what did you do? And so I just love that his response is that it's better that for some relationships to have them motivated by fear than money. And it's like, that's terrifying, Jasper. Damn. <laughs> you can't just like say stuff like that. <laughs> but yes, so they go back to their house. And Bella throws off her jewelry. Like, that's her version of getting undressed, is just, like, throwing that big rock that Aro had, <laughs> which is a mood, I guess. And then they start talking about Jacob and Nahul. And it's so gross and, like, predatory. I don't know how you felt reading this part. Yeah. Um, but when they start talking about the fact that, like, Bella's going to be the parent of an adult in like six and a half years right. rather than I don't know still like a very small child and Edward was all like I think we should give Jacob a lot of props because he found out that she's gonna be a mature adult in six and a half years and he didn't <sighs> think about her like that once at all today and it's like sorry <laughs> are we giving him props for not sexualizing a child tiny tiny child yeah, you know what? Bravo. You really outdid yourself <laughs> on this one. God, it must have been so hard. Yeah, you absolute I creep. What a fuck a fucking child! Ugh. I just don't get it. Ugh. I've but yeah, Stephanie went it. on this whole thing of just being like, yeah, How I mean, good I this definitely boy is. think. Right. And having Bella go on and defend him and being like, well, yeah, I mean, he doesn't see her that way. Like, he's not in a hurry for her to grow up and stuff. And it's just like, stop it. I hate all Don't of the stuff this. that's happening right Get now. And that's when they start talking about Nahul and being like, well, Jacob has some competition. Dur, 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 dur. And it's the worst because, hi, please stop preparing suitors for your actual infant. No, um, thanks. It's gross. But Edward kind of dispels that myth when he's like no actually he was just staring at you this whole time because you remind him of his dead mom and she's like oh okay cool thanks <laughs> Got that's it. great and so edward kind of explains all of noel's backstory which i was like okay but why couldn't he have done that himself <laughs> it feels kind of weird that edward is just like here let me provide more of this person's backstory when there was a whole thing where he was in the room and just not speaking <laughs> But it's fine. Whatever. So, yeah, it's it's fine. That's totally fine, Stephanie, you weirdo. But so he talks about this, right? And the fact that Nahul saw the three of them as a family and realized that just because he is half vampire and just because, like, his dad is trying to create this evil army and his mom died in childbirth, it doesn't mean that he is an evil person. And so there's a part where Edward is like, he looks at you and sees the life his mother should have had. And it's like, that's a lot of pressure to put on Whoa, someone that you just met. Yeah. But anyways, apparently it was a good thing is what Stephanie was trying to get at. Of like, he was starting to forgive himself. But there was like 15 pages of nonsense in there for that. Damn. Yeah. I don't know. I wish him the best. I just wish that 
Stephanie wasn't using him this strongly as like a random plot device at the end of a text because his story sounds super interesting to me. So they get into their room, right? And all of a sudden Bella's like, oh yeah, I get to be happy now. Like I'm with Edward for always now. The thing worked. I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. And so they, Edward's like, yay, we get to celebrate now. Kiss me, please. And (laughs) Bella's like, sure, sure. But then she stops And I love this part, too, because we know Bella and her needs as a person. (laughs) And so there's this part where when she pulls away, Edward gets super confused. And it's, I didn't, I read that less as, like, Edward's gross, because he's a blushing bride. Sure, of Um, course. But I just love the part where she's like, as a general rule, I didn't pull away. Okay, it was more than a general rule. This was a first. And I just love that about Bella, like... No, this is my thing. Like, this is what I love. Um, But then she shares a special trick that she's been practicing for Edward. And I want to know everything about how you felt about this last bit, please. Gross. Great. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) I hated it. Oh, I mean, I can't say I'm surprised, but tell me more. Did you know, did you, did you kind of see it coming? The fact that she was going to share her brain with him? I, no, I didn't see it coming. Okay. Because I forgot about it. And then, <laughs> and then it was happening Fair. and I was like, no, no. And then, like, I get, it was probably par for the course, but also, like, <sighs> this whole time, the one cool thing you had over Edward was, like, that he couldn't be in your brain. And now you're like, you blew it. You blew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you blew it. Yes, I agree. I think there's, it's to Stephanie, right? This is like super magical, right? And this is them like becoming the ultra couple. Because right. she's like letting down her guard or whatever. <laughs> as, if, um, as if Bella was the one that like had a guard to let down. Right. Um, but yeah, I agree. Um, why have them demonstrate effective communication skills when she can just share her brain with him, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can just, you know, know what your thoughts are and not have to fucking talk to each other. Right, exactly. So anyway, Edward is shook by the fact that he's able to hear Bella's thoughts because she's allowing him to. Right. I guess that's the part that I kind of like, though, is that it's temporary. That she can be like, uh, I'm just going to share a couple of things to make this more convenient, but I'm going to get bored of this, so I'm going to go back to just, like, talking to you. Which probably, like, low-key infuriates him. Sure. But, so I like that on principle. Yeah, that's fun. But it gets gross, right? Because she's like, now you know. No one's ever loved anyone as much as I love you. (laughs) And then Edward, being gross, is just like, yeah, I mean, you're right. Great. But there's just, like, one exception to that. And it's uh, me. And there's just, like, neon lights around him for no reason. Right. Um... (laughs) And so they're gross. They're the worst. Anyway, so he wants her to spend the rest of for always just like sharing her brain with him in the most romantic way possible, even though out of context, that sounds terrifying. So that's how the book ends is with the iconic line of and then we continued blissfully into the small but perfect piece of our forever. Hey. Hey. So there it's all great. It's Yay. a happily ever after or whatever. Yay. Yeah. 
So I and then in very Stephanie fashion, there was like a page totally dedicated to the end. But yeah, so I that's it. That's Woo! Breaking Dawn. Ow! We did it. Yeah. Um, there's all that's left in the actual book itself is just her dedications, which is just like 10 pages of her thanking Muse um, <laughs> Thank over you, and Muse. over again. Muse, Thank you, Matt Bellamy, actual- for everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. That's it. How did you feel? You're done. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like a weight lifted off my shoulders, although there's still the movie. So, like. Well, yes. It's going to be right back in the pits. So. But, I mean, so we start off, the movie part two starts off, like, right when Bella opens her eyes. And that feels like forever ago God. to me. Ugh. Yeah, that's. So. Man, before, she, like, literally from vampire to the end. That's, how, that's so much content for one movie. Yeah, I agree. So I'm very excited to hear your opinions on that. Oh, boy. And in very, like, capping of how we started the podcast, it felt appropriate, even though we're going to be watching the movie next and going into Life and Death, which is still canon. Uh, whatever. I mean, in theory. Yeah. Um, it, it felt Stephanie appropriate. Meyer, so. I know. <laughs> um, it felt appropriate to do a quiz today yeah um so that's how we started exactly we haven't done a quiz in almost two years so that feels appropriate (laughs) we found one from playbuzz called which famous vampire is your soulmate and just immediately looking at this folks like it's a lot (laughs) so there's a very intriguing photo of our pats from the new moon promotional photos that someone has put in almost like I don't even know how to describe this. Almost like a Halloween kind of font. Yeah, yeah. Where every word has like a dripping red blood. Yeah. And it's like your soulmate with this arrow <laughs> to, to our bats, which I love. Very good. So it's it's very good. So thank you, Emily Goldberg. Thank you, Emily. Um, who made this quiz for us. So let's go ahead and get started. Would you like to read the first question? Sure. Uh, which kind of hair do you find most attractive? Short, light, and spiked, dark and messy, long, or short and clean cut. Um, I love that the example photo that they provided is like the grudge. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just like, yeah, right. It's like you, you when you think of hair. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the first Nothing thing that comes sexy, to my right? mind. <laughs> the fucking cat. <laughs> and also, um, look, I... look at these four white dudes and their hair. Which one is sexy? Yeah. So here's the thing, right? I chose this because the title is like gender neutral right but it's all dudes <laughs> all dudes <laughs> all white dudes um i chose dark and messy Same. by the way <laughs> okay great all right so second question what are you most interested in and the like standard photo is a person with vampire fangs and red <laughs> lipstick so mood yeah all right the options are cars history <laughs> literature none of these things or music oh god I mean, cars, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, this is <laughs> yeah, cars for sure. This is where like the jack of all trades really like gets you because you're just like, fuck, I love right. cars so much. <laughs> I'm just so passionate about cars. I'm gonna do music. I think previously okay, I would have literature. done literature. Yeah, I, I, let's diversify our um, our answers a little bit here. Yes. Oh right. my god, <laughs> the, <laughs> this fucking illustration is of this fucking like. Dracula, motherfucker, 
with the craziest eyebrows I've ever seen in my goddamn life. <laughs> and, like, holding a cape above above his face, being like, ooh. They look like those, remember that trend from, like, last month or whatever of the braided eyebrows? Oh, yes. Or, like, the feather like eyebrows. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. Anyway, okay. this question is, do you prefer to date people who are extroverted or introverted? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. This photo. I don't even know how to describe this photo, other than <laughs> it looks like me when I get a contact stuck behind my eye. <laughs> because there's this guy. Um, I mean, he's a vampire. Who am I saying? <laughs> this normal Joe. <laughs> um, yeah, it's this guy who has a lot of eyeliner on and fangs. Um, but he you can see, like, three forehead veins. <laughs> um, and he's just, like, screeching in a photo so great um what do you find the most unattractive in a significant other self-deprecation violence possessiveness lack of self-control stubbornness or arrogance now here's the thing most of these are like unattractive qualities one of them is violence (laughs) one of them is straight up violence one of them is a crime (laughs) yep like that like that's not something you're like man it's really unattractive if someone like is fucking violent in a relationship. Yeah, that's just like a deal breaker. Like that's just like right. not. That's not a cool, like a cute work. fucking thing you could be like. Oh, it's so inconvenient that this guy. Yeah, everything's great except for the fact hey. that you know it's not fucking great. Right. Oh my god, this is the greatest question. <sighs> oh my god. Do you tend to be attracted to the good guy or bad guy persona? And now, please. <laughs> <laughs> um god there are two I very good you. images here one is the good guy which is very much like the edward cullen like white face very broody the other one is the same dude but edited in a way that is the bad guy he looks like a zombie he looks like he's dying like he's got the red <laughs> eyes his like his cheekbones are like too pointy to a point where you're like you're not eating enough uh, right. There's like the fangs are out. They're here to play. The clouds are much darker behind him. They just yep. like spray painted behind him. He's got no eyebrows, but that's fine. Um, and he's just like got that weird like zombie coloring that's like gray and like warm toned and like these like patchy stuff. I don't know what's happening over here. Um, I chose good guy. All right, okay. Because uh, I need you to go to this next one. It's really important to me. Wow, that is beautiful. <laughs> I've never seen any of these vampire photos, and they're so important to me. Apparently, there's so many stock photos of vampires. I know. So, this one is another Byronic-looking vampire motherfucker (laughs) who has a lot of white makeup on and very chapped lips. Jesus Christ. fuck. There's snow in his hair and snow in his eyebrows and snow in his eye. (laughs) Like, there's just snow. Um, But here's the thing. You're looking at almost a profile of him. But there's one red rose that he's holding up to his eye. So it's very, like, mysterious. And the question is, how much attention do you want your significant other to give you? So very generic, gender-neutral question. And then it goes, one, he could never give me too much attention. Two, I like my distance. Or three, I like attention, but not too much. Hmm. So I'm thinking yours is the second one. Is oh, well, true? I think ours is in a different order, but I did oh, okay. my distance. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I did that. All the attention. For yeah, <laughs> 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 Jesus. 
Shocking to Hi, no one. I'm a Gemini. I need attention from all sides. <laughs> hey, listen. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> what's your favorite thing about vampires? And it's a very sexy couple. It's a lot of sexy photos. A lot of sexy photos happening here. Choices are elements of fantasy and horror. Superhuman <laughs> strength. Connection to the past. Impossible good looks. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, when I think about vampires, I obviously think about connection to the past, you know? I think, oh, man, what was it like, man? Tell me everything. Actually, Honestly, Chet- elements of fantasy and horror is my whole brand. That's it. That's... that's- <laughs> You know, I'm making a lot of fucking jokes, but I'm going to choose connection to the past. Oh, fucking get out of here. Okay. And the question is... Oh, my hey! God. Okay. <laughs> Where is your dream significant other from? One, big city like Chicago. Hey. A. Two, somewhere else. <laughs> anywhere else. <laughs> Literally anywhere else. Three, the American South. And four, Europe. There's only four places. <laughs> You know, the way that you divide up the world is in four corners. Also, it's very rare that Chicago gets the big city tag and it's not like New York or something. I'm like, hell yeah. (laughs) All right. All right, Emily. Thank you, Emily. Um, I'm definitely choosing somewhere else. (laughs) Damn. All right. All right. Pacific Northwest, let I see you. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not going to choose the South and I'm not going to choose Europe. Chicago, baby. photo. Oh my god, yes. So, the next photo is, or the next question is, what's most important to you in a significant other? And this motherfucking photo. <laughs> I'm saving this photo forever. <laughs> this could be, like, the cover of, like, this could be the promotional image for a movie based on a fan fiction <laughs> from, like, about yep. lesbian vampires. Like, there's just one girl that's, like, she's got, like, the pink lipstick, and she's got long hair, and then there's, like, this other girl that's, like, got the short hair, and she's, like, fucking vamped out, and she's like, man, this is it. Sexy time. It's beautiful. It's art. Like, the blood um, is also coming from her eyes. It's very... There's a lot of layers powerful. happening. There's a, lot, there's a lot of messages <laughs> being conveyed here. It's beautiful. But also, intelligence, passion, kindness, a... attractiveness, attentiveness. Yes. I can't tell if there's... It's a lighting shadow, or if the blood eyes person has a like darkness next to their ear. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I think Can you see that? I, th- I think that is like makeup. I don't know why. The darkness, there, but... Yeah, the void. <laughs> the... Uh, um, okay. This Halloween, I'm Mo- being the void. Mood. Um, okay, most important thing. I'm gonna go with attentiveness. All right, that's good. Because I don't. All of us are weird. I love passion though. Gotta be passionate. But you're I mean, that's in true. Things. Oh, this is also a very good photo. This is actually genuinely a good photo. <laughs> yeah, this one is very good. So this is a very beautiful redhead um, with a great smoky eye and a little bit of blood coming out of their lips, holding a wine glass of blood. Yeah. Um, in what is that flapper attire? Yeah, like 1920s speakeasy. Flapper. Yes. And the question is, would you care if your vampire significant other drank human blood? <laughs> and the two answers are, yes, that's unacceptable. Yeah. Okay. And then a photo of someone going down on a martini. And then... <laughs> really um, just noshing on that olive. Yeah. And then a true blood cover photo of someone picking someone's nose with blood coming out. And it says, of course not. That's how they live. I feel like we're going to be divided um, on this one. <laughs> Yeah, I 
N- yeah, no, I have a very strong no blood stance. It's how they live. <laughs> you have to play <laughs> in the universe of vampires. You gotta play in the fiction. Okay, so apparently that was the last question. Oh, sick. Okay. Let's find out. Calculating results, baby. Because I got mine. Man, mine's taking a while. They're like, we need to really crunch these numbers right now. Um, and I'm certifiably shook. I don't even know what the options were. I don't know either, but I got... Wait, should we... What, how should we do this? No, I want you to go. I want you to go. I got Edward Cullen. I got Edward Cullen, too! <laughs> okay. <laughs> were they all Edward Cullen? I, I feel like we answered differently on almost every single question. I don't know how they're fine. Yeah, maybe they... Maybe it's rigged. It's rigged. It's, it's, it's rigged. rigged. Everyone here, play at home. We're gonna figure this Let out. Let us know. Tell me what you got. Is it Edward uh, Cullen? But- <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's so... The sexy Edward Cullen from Stephanie Meyer's Twilight series. <laughs> I love that it's like, first of all, you would love his superhuman good looks. As if you don't know who Edward Cullen right. is. <laughs> so I love that. So it goes on this first paragraph, which is like all the good stuff about him. And then the second paragraph is like, however, not even Edward is perfect. He can be super stubborn, overanalyzes everything, and would be overprotective of you. That isn't too bad, though, because he will always, you will always know how much he loves you. Um, Which, like, wasn't the case at all. <laughs> no, nope. nope, Bella little... was always unsure. <laughs> Bella was constantly asking for any sign of, like, affection or, like, value or merit. And he's, like, just aloof the whole time and distant. Yep. But, like, yeah, totally always communicating how much he loves you. For sure. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you may not receive it. He might just be thinking it. You <laughs> yeah. know, like, it may not come across, but, like... You'll know. <laughs> it's not his fault you can't read his mind. God damn. Yes. What's supposed okay. to do? Speak to you? God. <laughs> like actual communication? No. Fuck that. No, no, There's no, no, no way. No. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, so next week's episode is going to be about Breaking Dawn Part 2, the movie. Ow! And so that's very good. Love that. And so that is going to be on Friday, March 2nd. And we're going to be watching it at 9 uh, p.m. Eastern Time. Ooh. So definitely tune into that. All the good stuff. Very good. Yes, I'm very excited. I actually really enjoy this one. So I'm going to be very curious about what your thoughts are for this. Um, Okay, so this week we did get some reviews and stuff. So very good. I I want to chat about the specific review that we got on iTunes because it's titled Distressed Brick. <laughs> sure. Um, it's yeah. from the user Distressed Brick, yeah. which is beautiful. And Feel I love that. that a lot. So thank you. Feel free to always leave us reviews or you can screenshot us texts or Facebook messages of you recommending the show to other people. That's always cool. Yeah. We would always appreciate it. That. We'll brag about you on the podcast. So. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so this week, we have some new patrons to add on, um, which is always very good. And this week, I think it would be good to do some of the suggested quizzes that we were provided. Would you like to go first? Thank you to Rachel Black, uh, also known as Rate How Turned On You Get by These 50 Shades of Grey Quotes, and we'll reveal your sex score. Oh my god! (laughs) All right. Um, thank you to Jessica Stanley, um, whose suggested one this week is your summer clothing preferences will help us guess your favorite friend's character. Thank you to Katie Weber, also known as 
If you can guess even half of the paintings that these details are from, you're basically an art genius. <laughs> yes, good. <laughs> so hi, and welcome to Rachel Yorkie, um, otherwise known as Eric Yorkie's last name. Love so that. I didn't just name you after dog. <laughs> I um, mean, that's also a good thing, too. So That's also very pure. Yeah. Um, otherwise known as, which ABBA song are you? I love that. I love that, too. <laughs> uh, welcome, Shannon Clearwater. Also known as make a sushi roll and we'll reveal how many kids you'll have. Oh my god! <laughs> Taking that one right now. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Y'all are the best. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so thank you all for helping give us that good, good. That good, good. So that's very sweet. Okay, so our fan fiction for this week. Our last one from Taylor Brown from the first Ooh, that Taylor yeah. sent. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> all <laughs> for of the funding help. this podcast exclusively. Honestly. So this fan fiction was titled Cry Me a River of Blood, and it was <laughs> written by Citric Wolf and published on November 28, 2008. And it's just like a, a story of romance between Alice and Jasper of them meeting for the first time. But here's the thing. So I'm going to read this from chapter two, which is titled, Hi, I'm Alice, and I'm your future wife. And I just... I want you to look, I want you to listen, and just play in the space with me for a second. All right, sure. Go on this journey <laughs> with you for a minute. Okay. All right. That's because I am, Jasper, I said, and smiled as she handed me the keys. I walked up to the room and opened the door to see a young, pixie-like vampire lying on the bed. God, I thought, she is beautiful, perfect, indescribable. Hello, Jasper, she said, then closed the door and put me on the bed. Remember how she was laying on the bed? It's fine. Um, I know you are a vampire and that you can sense emotions. I'm Alice and I'm your future wife. I can see the future, she said, and then held a hand on my face and I felt my mm, member become rather, well, you know. <laughs> Hello, Alice. I said pleasantly. It's nice to meet you, too. Then we collapsed on the bed next to each other and talked the night away very, very close to each other. End scene. <laughs> it was so good. And then it was like, my member is here. Hello. Became very well, you know. <laughs> Hi, I'm your future wife. Um, Let me see you get rock fucking hard right now. Thanks. Yep. But I just, I love that, like, she was on the bed, and then she's not, and then no, she is. She's like, who is she? <laughs> um, but yes. Yikes. Love that. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what we say in This is an Earbud Media production. You can follow the network on Twitter at Earbud Media. You can also follow this show at Into the Twilight almost everywhere, or check out our Tumblr at intothetwilight.show. Our wonderful artwork is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at yourghosthost44 on Instagram. Our music is done by Eli Kraus, who you can find at krausfilms.com. The intro and outro is done by kb underscore underscore smith on Twitter. You can follow Allie at Into Wild Places, and you can follow me at Dyke Discourse. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye! You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. 
Audio for everyone. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's up, John? I just wanted to uh, confirm that we were recording Monday. Yes. Uh, what are we recording for? Oh, it's our new podcast. Our podcast. The the, the Strange Little People one. Strange right? Little People, yeah. Yeah, the one on Earbud Media Productions. Mm-hmm. You can uh, find it on YouTube. You can listen to it. The one that we update every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, dude. We have new guests all the time. Sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah, and we talk about current events and stuff. People should listen to it, right? Uh, yeah. It's really cool. I think people would like it. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but I, mean, I hope you would. Did you put out the ad yet? The uh, flyers? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm doing it right now, as we speak. No, you're sitting down. You're no, not... no, this is happening right now, as we speak. 